Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For Henley's new Main View collection, all the luxuries and now seven star energy efficiency, and halal home loans and investments with Hijaz. Australia versus Pakistan on SEN Test Cricket. All right, Stumps Day One here at Perth Stadium. SEN Test Cricket for Host Plus. Adam Collins, Brunt, Sunder Race in Australia. Got the chance to bat first and, well, really do as they pleased, or at least that was the plan. They did lose three wickets mm. in the final stanza, but David Warner, a 26 test ton, 20th in Australia. Uh, what a way to start his farewell tour. Well, I uh, couldn't have started off with a better hit. I don't think it was one of his greatest hits. It wasn't an easy pitch to bat on. You look at that score and uh, a lot of people would think, oh, it's just like a, a flat pitch, a flat Pakistan attack, and Australia had it their way. But I thought uh, Pakistan could have used the conditions better. And uh, David Warner hit a lot of boundaries, yes, but he had to fight his way through. There were a lot of plays and misses. Uh, but classic David Warner, mm. right? Everybody, or a lot of people in Australia wrote him off. What does he do? Back to a corner comes and makes a hundred. Yeah, felt inevitable from about 15 minutes into the playing day that he wasn't so much riding his luck as he was just transferring so much pressure onto the inexperienced Pakistani attack. To their credit, they've taken five wickets, five for 346 at the close with three of them coming from players on debut. They didn't throw in the towel. They did hang in there after not taking a wicket until about three hours into the day's play, but they're just outmatched at this stage. Uh, they are, and I think it goes back to the first session, right? Like, yeah, I mean, they didn't win the toss, uh, but uh, they had to feel first, have two debutants with the new ball. It was always going to be a struggle, yeah, right? Like it is right now as we are surrounded by people. There's Mohammad Rizwan keeping behind us. Uh, some in Pakistan might feel like it should have been Rizwan behind the stumps instead of Sarfraz Ahmed. There were mistakes made in the field as well. I think they paid for it eventually. But credit to the likes of Kurram Shahzad. I thought they yeah. came back well, came back strongly. Uh, and... and I wouldn't say kept Pakistan in the game, but made sure that Australia didn't completely run away from them. Quite interesting with modern cricket that the short pitch attack is increasingly becoming plan B, right? We saw it again today, picked up both well, the wickets of head, caught at third band as he was here in, in 2018 on a couple of occasions, and then ultimately Dave Warner as well, a, a creative over where he played a scoop a couple of times and finally caught that fine leg. I think we can expect quite a bit of that this summer. I was just surprised that they went to the uh, another debut down, but the shortest and the slowest of their bowlers to go for the short pitch plan. And yeah, I mean, David Warner got away with it with a couple of times, but I mean, Amir Jamal is going to turn around and say, I still got David Warner out. That was my second test wicket. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it didn't seem to work out. But every time they bowl on a length, I mean, the kind of length where you'd expect Josh Hazelwood, Pat Cummins to literally live on, uh, there was something off the pitch. The wicket of Steve Smith, for example, the ball did a lot. Again, credit to Kuram to, yeah. to keep landing it there during that spell. And that's the thing. I think Pakistan overall will just be disappointed that they just didn't show the kind of discipline you needed to succeed on this pitch. 
And finally on Dave Warner, when we spoke to Pat Cummins yesterday, he was pretty clear that Warner wasn't inked in for Melbourne and mm. Sydney. He still needed runs, right? They picked him this week, but it wasn't kind of a, a guaranteed ticket through the end of the trip. But now we know categorically he'll be finishing up at Sydney. Yeah, if you're in Sydney, go and buy your tickets for that SCG test because David uh, David Warner farewell test tour is coming to Sydney. That's <laughs> more or less confirmed now. You knew it was going to happen anyway. But yeah, I mean, he looks hungry, doesn't he? Just the way he was, uh, what, two all-run fours uh, yep. right after he got to 100 as well. It tells you a lot about his fitness at 37. And, and just his energy, even in the way that at times when David Warner is batting and he says no, it sounds like a yes. And, and yes, in terms of him being completely switched on. It's going to be fun watching him bat for the next couple of weeks. And maybe at that point, like Nathan Lyon said, Australia will realise what they've had, the special talent that they've had for the last decade or so. Very much Australia's day, SCN Test Cricket for Host Plus. Catch you in the morning. Afridi bowls and Kawaja edging through the cordon for four. It was with soft hands through about fifth slip, no concerns. First boundary of the summit for Australia to Kawaja. Shaheen bowls, Warner cuts freely over the top of the man at point and it runs away for four. Didn't quite middle it. Shaheen in to Warner who clips down to long leg, gets it fine of him for four. So back-to-back boundaries for Warner. Bowls to Warner who drives beautifully through the covers, holds the pose and watches it go into the rope at cover. Bowling to Kawaja. Kawaja, top edge on the pull. Does it carry over slip? Running back with the flight, and it's dropped. And it's dropped by oh, Abdul Shafiq, and it's gone away for four off his boot. Two slips in the gully, and a leg slip. He gets down low, hooks Shaheen it over bowls, the top. Gets past oh, Kawaja again, shout for caught behind. And rows back and into the given. stands. He was almost on his knees when he played that hook down shot. Between second slip and gully for four. And bowls wider on the crease, clipped away. Nice shot from Lavashane. That's a beautiful shot. Through forward, square leg, out to a very long boundary, but into the rope. Fahim bowling here to Lavashane, strikes him on the pad, past the inside edge, and given. Fahim up, delivers wider of the crease. He pulls, doesn't get much of it, gets enough of it through mid-wicket for four, though. Into Smith, flipping a gully, and he drives extravagantly through cover. Just cleared the front leg, really. So we've got the, the two gullies back for Warner on 98. Jamal round the wicket to him. And Warner, short ball down towards deep third. Gets himself a boundary. David Warner leaps with glee. He's turned the clock back. Selman here comes in again to bowl to Warner. Uses gotcha! it in here. Oh, he's going to be out here. Oh. He's not out. It's gone straight through the fingers and out to the rope for four. Selman starts the new over. Warner using his feet straight back over his head. Does it go all the way? I reckon it might have. Says that bowls. Two slips. Smith is edging and he's taken. There it is, his first test wicket, Shazad. Pass the umpire bowls to Head, who cuts over the top this time of Gully and down to the rope for another boundary. He is dealing in fours, is Travis Head. And mobile. Warner swings this one over mid-wicket, over the rope, over the fence and into the crowd. Last ball of the over, Ashraf bowls to Head, who absolutely creams it through the covers for four. For example, bowling here to Head, who goes over the top of mid-wicket. Gets more than enough of that. The ball trickles into the rope. Amir is back into the attack. He's bowling to Travis Head, who cuts the first ball of a new spell straight to third man, and he is out. And Amir Jamal gets his first wicket in Test cricket on debut, and it's the big one of Travis Head. Jamal again. Bowls to Warner. Short. He does try it again, and he executes. That's gone for six. Jamal approaches again, and that is a great way to get off the Mark Mitchell march. 
through the covers on the rise, and out to the rope for four. Bowls, and he's short. And Warner goes again. This one could be caught. Fielder going back, takes the catch. David Warner is out for 164, so the short ball does work. And finally, after giving quite a few chances through the day, David Warner's luck runs out on 164. Okay, the last ball of the first day of the International Test Summer. It is the youngster Shazad bowling to Mitch Marsh. And Marsh, he's beaten again outside of Stump, pushing forward. A ball he felt he had to play at. Somehow it missed the edge. Somehow it missed the stumps. Mitch Marsh has a little bit of a laugh and thinks, how lucky am I, as he walks off with Australia at five for 346 at stumps on day one. Congratulations, Dave. Everyone wants to know. When you got to the 100, what was the signal? I think it's, uh, it was there. You saw what it was. The nice little quiet shush. I wasn't sure it was a shush or a kiss or both. No, it was a shush. Well played. How does that compare with um, some of the other I think it's just about the way that we started. I think the tempo of the game, winning the toss and batting first. Um, there's a lot of talk around bowling first, potentially. Um, and as us openers, we know generally in Australia, you, you're probably going to bat first, um, go out there and... You know, respect the areas that they bowl. I thought that we were able to put a little bit of pressure on them, um, especially two debutants. Um, they came back better, probably that second second sort of spell. Um, put the ball in the right areas. The ball started moving a little bit, um, and they probably missed a little bit of a trick. But we were able to put the pressure on them and build a nice foundation. Um, and yeah, I think where we finished today is probably around par, minus probably another wicket. To the, to the late person, you, you just look better at the crease this last sort of 12 months than perhaps in the 12 months previous. Have you made changes? Is something different? Yeah, there's been a lot of stuff off the field that's not really distracted me from a personal point of view. Um, we had a lot of stuff with CA last year and the captaincy stuff and I was going through a pretty, pretty hard time off the field from all that and dealing with it. This year, you know, we've had a great, successful 12 months as a team and I think, you know, we're all, you know, so pleased with our achievements but we've still got work to do this summer and I think where I am in my um, part of my career it's um, it's been great I've not really had much to worry about people make comments but you go you get on with it and you you know you got to go out there and, and score runs and today I did that but as a team we had a few starts and a lot of other guys would like to go on um, but I think we're in a pretty good position on, on that wicket. I know you always make technical changes but have you is there an identifiable technical change that you've made in the past? Um, no, I've sort of, like, you know, I've always gone back and across a little bit, just more to give myself um, a little bit more um, onus on my off stump, um, you know, nice and still, probably played a little bit more off my back feet or back my back foot where I did start doing that early on in my career. I felt like probably I was getting trying to get too forward, and that's probably not my game. Uh, and I was allowed to, you know, like last year the MCG allowed allows me to drop that back leg and sort of play that wide cut shot and I'm going to miss some. I might nick some, but it's generally a scoring shot and putting pressure back on the bowlers. And you saw I had a deep point out there after 10 overs and it allows you to be in rhythm, allows you to dance around the crease and, and look for that one as well, which, you know, as a bowler, they don't like rotating strike. Um, and, yeah, that was something that oh, my emphasis was to try and rotate strike as much as I could and look to score. Yeah. Dave, do you think over the 
10 years or so you've been opening the batting in Australia, you've been able to, I guess, make a few bowling attacks look not ordinary but make the conditions look a little bit easier for batting than they are because you have put them under pressure so they can't stay consistent. Like, is that a you know, key to what you've been trying to do? Yeah, I think you've got to just really ride that length that they bowl and if they miss the spot, you've got to put it away. I think sometimes oppositions come to Australia and they, they pitch one or two up and you drive it back down the ground, then they get off that length. Uh, where you look at our bowlers, our bowlers just constantly try and hit that length and consistently do and want you to hit straight past them. So I don't think I scored a run or probably one run down the ground today. Um, and that's when you know you've got them off their length. Uh, and that's what I try and set out to do from ball one, try and drop that back leg if I get any width um, or pull if I can. Um, and then, yeah, try and get in the ball to my scoring zones. And have you just got a, um, I suppose, a, a view or a, or a comment on, there's obviously been a big sort of 24 hours for Usman in terms of, you know, I guess the message he wanted to convey and the, the ways in which he, he was trying to, to convey it. But, you know, obviously you've got to open the batting together as well. Yeah, look, for, for Uzi, you put that video out there. Um, I, th- I thought it was very well spoken. Um, you know, he's entitled to his, his opinions um, and we fully support that. Um, you know, he's a really good mate of mine and I know it's something really close to his heart um, and all we can do is really support Uzi um, and, and his views on that. And that video, you know, elaborated on what his thoughts and views are and, you know, I, we support that. Dave, can I just ask about the shot of Shaheen? I think it was in the first session of the six over I actually thought it was shorter than what it was until I saw the replay. Um, and the boys were laughing. It was he came up to me and goes, Oh, that's an unbelievable shot. And I said, Boy, it's a short ball, mate. You know, I can ride it. And he's like, That wasn't sure. That was like a could have been a cover drive. Um, <laughs> but like, for me, it's something that I find like if they're going to put, you know, fine leg square and you've got boundaries that are like that and someone's bowling 140 k's, you've got to be brave. Um, you know, I, I, I played it against Brody. I almost got out, but I, I, it was something that was it's always in the back of my mind to, to play that shot now. It doesn't matter what format it is. Um, it's a scoring shot. And, you know, nine times out of ten, they're bowling a nice length. And on this wicket, it's hard to hit the stumps. So, yeah, I just thought with his angle and his pace, I could actually ride it. So, yeah, I just gave it a crack. Uh, David, there's always been this narrative uh, throughout your career about like, when you're cornered or when you're questioned. That's when you bring out the best. You've always spoken about having had to fight a lot throughout your life. Uh, does that narrative like still play a role? Like, and does that actually have an impact out there? When like when you walk out the bat, like uh, do you feel cornered and you bring out the best out of it? No, today clearly didn't. Um, you know, for me, it's 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 not me being up against the wards your guy's job to write stories and you know if someone's not scoring runs and you're entitled to do that for me it's about going out there and trying my best and scoring runs um i don't feel any extra pressure i don't feel any other point i have to prove um you know i am getting older so your games are limited it's probably game by game now um so you know if i fail next innings there'll probably be headlines um but it is what it is in the game of cricket um you know if if people are out to uh, to get you or make a headline from your from your name, then so be it. I can't worry about that. I've got to worry about what I've got to do for the team. I've got to keep scoring runs and putting my team in a great position. Uh, so, like, if I could just spoke about the pitch as well today, uh, it looked like whenever they go like good length from both ends, there were a few that jumped up, a few that skipped through. How difficult is that pitch, or challenging is that pitch to bat on? 
Yeah, they're always getting a bit of sideways movement when they bowled sort of wobble seam, but I just don't think they were consistent enough to hit that one spot. Um, the odd one sort of, you know, went, and when you played a miss, it actually felt like it went a, a long, a long way. But um, yeah, I just don't think they they played enough or bowled the ball in enough areas to make us play. Probably thought they might have came over the wicket, especially when you're swinging the ball in and nipping it away. It's very, very hard to play from over the wicket. So, you know, from coming around the wicket was actually probably a better thing for us to line it up. Um, you know, we play the line and it seems away, it's fine. But over the wicket's a lot difficult. And you've seen Josh Hazelwood get a lot of wickets against left-handers here in Australia by doing that. Yeah. Uh, David, um, you touched on the shush. Was it, it's an obvious question. Was it directed specifically at Mitchell Johnson or was it a broader group? No, it's just anyone who wants to write stories about me and, you know, trying to use headlines, get headlines. That, that stuff doesn't bother me. It's just the fact that I have to go out there, do what I have to do, and I'm allowed to celebrate how I want. And just, just on Mitch specifically, do you have any intentions to try to uh, bend that bridge, I suppose, given, you know, it's pretty well documented things aren't great? Yeah, look, Mitch is entitled to his opinion. He's a former player. Um, you saw Justin Langer's comments. I said he's entitled to it. You can go back to Justin Langer's comments and refer to them, and so be it. Just want to touch on you. You mentioned your intent and wanting to rotate it and, and pushing gaps and create singles and, and to get off strike that way. Is that something you've, you've taken out of the World Cup and something perhaps that has been missing in your in your Test game at periods in the last two years? I think I, I go back to last year. I chopped on here playing a shot that I normally play, and then I got came down the week and got inside edge to the off and got caught by pad. Like I look at that and says a bit of luck. You know, you just need a little bit of luck, and that's what happens in this game. Um, I've always had that sort of mindset to go out there and try and score, uh, but sometimes you probably let and allow the bowlers to dictate a little bit more than what you should. Uh, I think you saw in England, I was walking into the deliveries, especially you know with Brodie. Um, you have to be brave and you have to do that. When you're in your innings, um, you know something that you don't—I don't train doing it, but in the game you you have to do it. You got you got to unsettle them a little bit, and I won't say it was missing from my game. I just think that I was allowing them to bowl to me probably too often, and when I'm at my best, I'm putting it back on them, um, and that's what I was able to do today. Now, David, you've had a well-documented friendly rival with Shaheen over the years. Um, there was a bit of chat again out there today. Was I just wanted to get any insights into how that went and was it a conscious thing to go up to him because of the inexperience of the other bowlers in that attack? Was he a bit of a key weapon? Yeah, look, it's been a long uh, few months for Shane as well. He's obviously bowled a lot in the World Cup. Um, you know, to try and apply pressure on this, like their senior bowler, um, you know, first test match, you've got to try and do that. I think still with him, he probably didn't go away as much as I thought. He ended up starting to try and go back into us um, and wobble seam, so... I was taken back by that, so I was allowed to actually apply a bit more pressure and try and hit him a little bit square, then wait for the one that was sort of inside and then wait for that short ball that he was, that he, um, I knew he had up his sleeve. But now the chit-chat's just normal stuff. It's, there's no, nothing, no, um, yeah, he's not trying to get under my skin or anything. It's just normal banter. <laughs> Uh, you look particularly comfortable in that first session. I just wondered what you made of Pakistan's bowling at that time compared to the next two when they seemed to sort of get wrestled the run rate back slightly. I did look comfortable, I didn't. You did look especially comfortable oh, look, in that I, first session. I just yeah, look, I think for me it was my tempo. Um, I was in a good mindset. Um, 
they didn't bowl bad at all. It's just the lengths in Australia. You, you've got to challenge the front foot. Um, and you know, I was able to still play off the back foot and get forward when I needed to. The second time round when they came back to bowl, they hit the areas, they hit nice lengths and you know, we had to put you know, some shots away. We, we had to respect it. We had to, you know, we were playing with the inside edges um, and they bowled really well. I thought the debutants bowled really well. I thought they bowled nice line of lengths. I think Shezid was, was very good, swung the ball early, um, hit, the, hit the wicket nice and had a nice kiss um, and then the wobble seam as well. So you know, they've got some, some good talent there moving forward. Uh, just in terms of today's night, it, it largely takes away that question of selection now. How much more enjoyable do you think the rest of the series will be for you, not, not kind of worrying about that position? never takes the mind away from selection queries. Um, you still got to score runs. Um, so, you know, it's for, for me, it's about going out there and playing the best I can and, and trying to get the team off to a good start. And if I'm in there, try and go on. Um, I was disappointed with getting out. Um, you know, we could have been four down um, at the end there. But, yeah, it's up to the selectors. If they want to keep continuing to pick me, then I ain't leaving. <laughs> Is that news? You go past Sydney? No, Pete, I'm not. Thank you. <laughs>